Music, industry talk, stories, equipment and more. We are Crossfader and this is Off, 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 off the Record. Off the Record. Off the Record. That's right, we're back with another episode of Off the Record, the DJ podcast with myself, Jamie Hartley. We've got two other members of the team here. We've got James Holland. How are we doing? And Lawrence James. All right, again. Danny James isn't with us this week. He's on Ooh. annual leave. He's off. Enjoying Lazy. lockdown 2.0 in the UK. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he'll be sat producing some tunes at home, no doubt. Stroking his cap. They've, yeah. not, they've not called it lockdown either. It's not allowed to be called lockdown. Oh. Is that because essential businesses are yeah, allowed to be? Yeah, open? so they're trying not to call it lockdown, even though it is lockdown. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, this is an exciting episode because we've got two very special guests joining us. I did an interview with them and had a really long chat with them, um, which we're going to get into soon. But like we always do, we're just going to have a chat about the DJ industry, what's been going on. I know a product came across Holland's attention recently that he's oh. super hyped about. And it's something that, you know... We it's, didn't know we needed, is it, it? Yeah, it's one of them where you, you see it and you go, what, that hasn't been done before? Because it's so, like, obvious. But Reloop have created the ultimate DJ laptop stand yeah. by including a USB port. But the thing that I really love about it is they've thought about it. And I think what it is, you look at the MacBooks these days, they're a lot of money, and they come with no USB ports at all <laughs> if you buy the cheap ones. You get two two of them. Yeah. And one of them, is, you've got to plug your charger into, yeah. of course. So you've got one USB and they've thought about that, and they've put a pass-through charging in there and a USB Type-C cable included in the stand. So you just rock up, plug one cable into your laptop, plug the rest into the stand, and you're charging, you've got your audio, there's enough ports on there for two CDJs, a mixer, and a phone charger. I just think it's, it's genius. Well, I think so you're cool. genius. if Very you're cool. a turntablist, mm. turntablist, a lot of them use the Rain 12s now, so that's, yeah. you yeah. know, if, yeah. if you're not using the, the mixer... yeah. For them to plug into the back of, then really need to go into your laptop. Yeah. So Absolutely nailed CPU it. power. Is so. that? Yeah. And I'm then, a, yeah. There's also if you use HID mode. I know you're a yeah. I'm yeah. a big HID user. Big yeah, user so. of HID. Hid so. hid mode. Um, so. Yes, it's, it's a really good product. And like I say, it's one of them where you you see it and you go, oh, th- that must have been done before. That's sure. No, it hasn't. It's it's very clever. So. Yeah, I can't wait to get my hands on Do you know the it. actual name of it for people to go search for themselves or are you um, not sure? Just go on Reloop, it'll be up there. So well, the, the laptop, laptop stand. stand. Should we give yeah. them a quick round of applause, Reloop? Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> what's, the, what's the name of it? I don't know. <laughs> it's not out yet. <laughs> the Reloop laptop stand. Oh, it's called yeah. the Stand Hub. There we go. There we go. The Stand Hub. So, yeah, very clever. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm a massive, I love my, I've got a crane laptop stand. And I adore it. I don't know why I'm pointing over there because it's not over there. It's in my bag. Um, I might have to. I might have to sadly retire that and get one yeah. of these reloot ones. Well, it could be something quite interesting. I know you're working on it at the moment gifts for DJs. So if you're listening to this and you know um, a loved one or someone close to you that is interested in DJ, maybe it's not yourself. You want to then, treat us as well? Yeah, it could be. It could be that a stand is is on the the present list. It for could be. We're, yeah, we're going to do um, a, a, a lineup like a roundup of. Great Christmas, gifts for Christmas DJs. Christmas gift guide. Yeah. Yeah, for DJs. Yeah. This could be a good laugh. Um, I know that I've I've personally included um, USB sticks, decent USB sticks. Yeah. Every DJ needs one of them. Um, yep. What would you buy? So you've got, so you've what got, would you buy me? Uh, <laughs> oh, that's a hard question. <laughs> an, XZ, an XZ is on my list if you... Oh, is it? Just okay, if you yeah. start saving. Don't let the SRT hear that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really... I've, I still really like that. HDQ1 headphones from Pioneer. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. are you going to say all the different you know, colours? I'm, 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 I'm super into those headphones. I don't know what it is. It says uh, rocking a set of custom V motors with Crossfader logos on them. Yeah, I've just seen them. That for doing a podcast, these are much nicer. The V motors. Mm. If you want to win yourself a Christmas present, we are currently Ooh, in the yes. middle of our biggest ever giveaway. Uh, four weeks of giveaways. So. Big we're thank two you weeks to, in. We're two weeks in. Big thank you to Numa Pioneer Hercules who have donated. Four different controllers. Serato as well. Serato, sorry, yeah. sorry, Serato. Um, for giving us some controllers to give away. So we've already given out one at the time of recording. Um, and yeah, so can you go believe and check our socials and we are giving away four free controllers? Yeah. I mean, can you believe we're giving away an XZ? No. It's crazy. That's it's crazy. a huge one, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, that is like. Yeah. Oh. Shout out Pioneer. Shout out to Pioneer. Huge one, that. Yeah, we've already massive. given away a mix track. And this week is the SRT. Week after that is the Hercules Impulse 500, which is a very popular one. And mm. then, yeah, the XZ, um, just before Black Crazy. Friday weekend. 
amazing lineup of controllers there. The yeah. thing is, they're all like, I know we probably shouldn't say it, they're, they're, they're like some of our favourite units. Yes. Do you know what I mean? We're they're giving away, we're giving away things we actually yeah, love. They're not, we're not talking, you know, SB1s that are, you know, 10, 15 years old. <laughs> we're talking <laughs> about the current cream of the crop controllers. So, yeah, yeah good luck if you rented already. Uh, if not, just check our socials, go on the Instagram and uh, yeah. enter through there. Nice. So without further ado, let's get into the chat with none other than Denon DJ. I'm speaking to Jason and Jay from Denon DJ. And it's a really interesting conversation, this. It's something that we've wanted to do for a while. I try to get as much information out of them as possible. We've asked questions from the community in there. And it's just a really interesting chat. And it's interesting to just talk openly with them. It's something that, you know, you sometimes struggle to get people to talk openly on something like this, a podcast, especially in the DJ industry where they can't mention certain products. Obviously they can't tell us what's coming exactly, but they do speak openly and it's really, really interesting to hear. So let's get into the chat. Off the record. So welcome Jason and Jay from Den and DJ. Welcome to Off the Record, the DJ podcast here with Crossfader and myself, Jamie Hartley. Now, I've been really excited to get you guys on the call and have a chat with you both. First of all, though, do you want to let all of the listeners know what your roles are in Den and DJ and just a bit of an overview of, you know, how you came to work at Den and DJ even? So, Jason, do you want to go first? Sure. Uh, thanks for having us. We're super excited to be part of uh, your podcast. Uh, lots of stuff happening in the world of Den and DJ, so we're excited to uh, to have this opportunity and, and chat with your uh, your community. Uh, so yeah, as, as you mentioned, I'm Jason Stout. I've been with Den and DJ for um, a number of years now, coming up on my nine-year mark within music, um, about five years with Den and DJ. Uh, and my role is I'm the product marketing manager. So I help uh, communicate uh, product updates, um, product announcements internally and externally. It's really my my um, my, my goal is to make sure that uh, the products are understood by our consumers and that also our consumers' voice is heard by our company so that when it comes to features and product ideas, um, I'm really the main bridge between uh, the community, uh, our customers, and then DJ. Um, so, yeah, that's that's what I do. Uh, go ahead, Jay. I'll let you uh, introduce yourself. Thank you. Uh, my name's Jay Cunningham, and I have been with Down DJ and in music slightly less than Jason, so only two and a, two and a half years. Uh, but it's been some pretty phenomenal changes in that time that I've been here already, and I know there's many more to come. So uh, my role is the brand marketing manager for Denon DJ. So I take care of all of the brand and marketing side for Denon DJ. So looking at the website, the product launches, how we communicate our voice, and just you know the general care and welfare of uh, of the brand. Uh, get involved in a lot of artist stuff as well, which is you know a very important part for us, kind of moving forward as well. So uh, we get involved in uh, lots of things at uh, Denon DJ. That's the exciting thing about it. Nice. Thanks for the intro. Um, so for those who don't know, could you give a bit of a brief history of Denon DJ? As obviously the journey didn't start with the prime players that everyone knows about now. That, that's not where the journey started. So a brief overview from either of you. Um, Who's best? Jason, Jason, you've been here the longest. You'll, you'll, you'll be qualified for this one. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, so, yeah, Denon uh, has been in the DJ industry since 1991, uh, believe it or not. Been in the game for a long, long time. Um, and, and they've been known, you know, we've been known for, for creating products that push innovation. Um, you know, one of the, the things that we're well known for is coming out with these industry first features and that dates all the way back to the nineties, um, you know, with mini disc recorders and mini for DJs and, uh, dual rack CD players with hot cues and onboard effects. Uh, and Danny DJ was one of the, the first companies to, to introduce a lot of these features. And one of those, those great features that we're still known for today is, is the creation of the alpha track or sub layer. Um, and that's still in our SC 5000 and 6000 where you can actually mix two tracks from a single media player um so yeah we've been we've been in the game for a minute um we've been the, the standard for a long time uh with our dual cd players uh and now we're starting to break through again in the clubs with our sc product range so uh there's lots of lineage lots of history with the brand and, and the brand is really built on just pushing innovation and, and focusing on those creative djs 
Nice. Um, obviously, Denon DJ has an overriding company in music, and that's something. Is it safe to say that Denon DJ had a bit of a hiatus? It was. It, it wasn't really at, at the forefront for a few years until in music came along, and um, there was a big acquisition. Is that right? That that Denon DJ is part of in music now, uh, amongst other brands. Um, but how did that kind of help launch this new era of Denon DJ? <coughs> I think a lot of that comes down to the owner, Jack O'Donnell. Um, he uh, owns a number of brands. I think uh, at last count, there's 17 or 18. They're all across the music production, MI, DJ, lighting, uh, sound space. He is a very product driven man very passionate about products and the investment into Denon DJ was you know a, a very harmonious one because they had you know a very good reputation and really you know Denon DJ was a great opportunity to be able to enter that DJ space um, you know there's uh, that higher tier has really been unchallenged for a long time and you know really about Denon DJ really since the since the acquisition and the prime series you know it's all about disrupting the status quo right it's about kind of you know giving choice to consumers having djs uh have a choice in, in in the booth and you know that's that's been the start and the goal really from uh, from day one since jack bought him nice and that leads me on obviously like you just mentioned there, there was one choice in the dj booth until the den and dj sc <coughs> came along so what was the approach that den and dj took because this is a big big thing to tackle in the industry is to make a product that goes against the industry standard or maybe not goes against it, but just stands up to it um, and offers another solution to DJs out there. What was the aim? Were you aiming to disrupt the industry or develop new technology or just, just give another choice of pro players? Can we, can we pick all three of those? You, yes, <laughs> of course. All three of those, <laughs> all three of those are relevant. Um, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it was about uh, continuing that drive and innovation from Den and DJ and creating a product range that is built for the main stage. It's built for clubs. You know, as we all know, you know, it has been a, a, a very much a one horse race in that space for a long, long time. And uh, it was really an opportunity to, like I say, just to give DJs consumers, buyers, whoever wanted to buy DJ gear and be a DJ and be part of that culture uh, to provide an alternative. And the beauty about it is that, you know, because of the infrastructure of the company, um, it all comes down to one man and Jack will get mentioned and does get mentioned a lot because it's it's it all stops with him uh, and it all starts with him. And that's the great thing. And that's what's given Denon DJ and Engine and Rain and all the different brands that are underneath it the ability to kind of grow their wings, to push the envelope forward, to break and bend some of the rules so that innovation can start playing, you know, a, a faster role uh, in the evolution of DJ gear in the booth. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I will say from my experience, I felt like when the SC5000 came out, it was that it got people talking, which was the main thing. And then the SC 6000s got developed and that's now the get people using, you know, there was this, this, this kind of let's break up the industry. Now let's push forward. And I feel like there's definitely been from the 5000s to the 6000s, this development. And I think that's come from obviously so much user feedback um, because you guys have got such a, a hardcore loyal fan base. Are there ways that you serve these users? Because obviously over the last five years, you're, market and user base has grown drastically um, and you're doing everything you can to serve those users but what other particular things that you kind of keep in mind when you're adapting your technology or serving those users um, and how do you communicate with them yeah we definitely uh, we've built a great community over the past few years and, and as you mentioned it, this community is super loyal um, they're all creative djs uh, and they're super critical of what we do and we love that about them. They're, they're very vocal about what they want, what they like, what they dislike. Um, and we're open to, to listening to all of that. And where we can, we definitely apply those improvements or changes to improve their life as a DJ and their workflows in the booth. Because we're, I mean, at heart, we're a DJ company. We make products for DJs. If, if we're not listening to our customers, good, bad, whatever the feedback may be, you know, we're really missing out. Uh, and so over the years, we've just gotten um, much better at communicating with them and making them part of the journey. 
because that's that's super important to us is that they're part of our story we want their successes to be our successes and and vice versa so um yeah we we, we chat with our community through our social channels we've got a great community on the forum we um we've got areas on the forum where users can um submit their own feature ideas uh, and then collaborate with with our guys you know we're all plugged into the forums we're listening and, and communicating right back so uh we've got a great you know a loyal fan base and it's gotten bigger over the years and uh we're su- super excited to have them all on board because we, we couldn't do it without them i must say it's an amazing um thing to see these products being born from the the feedback of the dj community it's not just we're going to make a product and you're going to use it it's like let's all do this together give us your feedback and we will adapt and i think that's one of the biggest things that den and dj have have brought forward from my perspective anyway as, yeah. as a as a user um obviously you you must get so many feature requests from users in the forum and on socials like how do you decide which to roll out first because you're pushing the technology so fast and being so innovative at the moment. But like, how do you make that decision? <laughs> I just, you know, I just want to sort of jump in quickly because I think one thing that's really important to understand how we're able to do this is, is all down to engine OS and, and, and it was called engine uh, initially and we renamed it engine OS. And there's a very good reason behind that is because it is an operating system. It's an operating system built by our global team of software developers that enables us to add features, to fix bugs, to fine tune thing, you know, the new features that we've added uh, and this kind of ever evolving operating system is nothing that anyone that's ever seen in a piece of hardware before you know typically they're kind of sort of dsp based so you might get the occasional firmware update maybe it's fixing a couple of bugs you might get a tiny feature but generally once you've kind of bought a bit of hardware that's it you, you you're pretty set for that it's a really important part and it works really well with our ethos to be able to listen to customers to collect that information to help drive those runs with the software team to work out what we're going to put in there. Now, obviously, it would be amazing to have everyone's feedback in there, but the reality is, you know, it goes onto the forum, all the product developers, the product team, you know, a lot of Denon DJ staff, if not all of Denon DJ staff, look at that. And it works on kind of a bit of a voting system, but the idea is, is that if a, if 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 there's a, a, a particular request that is getting a lot of heat and a lot of people are lighting it, it's being asked a lot uh, on socials, you know, not only does that, if it's technically possible, which most of the time it usually is, it then comes into the roadmap and then gets then gets bumped up. But obviously that's a portion of the pie that has that is part of our vision as a company. And there's, you know, there's a great forward thinking vision with with where we're taking these products uh, and where we're taking the operating system. I think probably the best example that I could give, which I thought was such an amazing uh, circle of, of energy, was announcing Prime 4. And you had a bunch of people go, I want, for, I want horizontal waveforms. I want horizontal waveforms because everyone had been so used to that through other different software platforms. Yeah. And I don't know how long it was, but it was ridiculously short yeah. from getting all that feedback in from our users to the team developing it and it being implemented into uh, an OS update. We were very proud to see that because that really highlighted to us how, you know, the, how important a customer's voice is and their needs you know, like you said, Jamie, it's not just, we don't just make something and go use it. We'll see you when we launch another product. You know, it's very important to figure out how they're using it, why, why they want to do something different and find out how we can adapt to accommodate that. 100%. Um, I, I'm really impressed with the engine operating system. I think it's the, it was the first time that as a DJ, I'm thinking about the possibility of what technology can do. Um, to allow us to be more creative, to allow us to have better workflow and management when it comes to music and to just, it's like, I always thought of it, you know, when you announced um, that there was Wi-Fi in the SC 5000 players, was it? Um, And that was like two years after they had been, you know, released to the public. Um, And and it was like, it reminded me of when you unlock a a bonus level on a game. It was just suddenly, (laughs) (laughs) you know, you suddenly two years down the line, your products, you've unlocked a bonus level you never knew was there. And it was, yeah, it was so exciting. Um, And I'm I'm hoping there's loads of, loads more surprises in the future that we just think, I never thought of that, but wow, amazing that they've been able to implement this 
into a product that I've had sat in my house for, you know, however many years. And that's, that's the excitement that I get from this whole engine operating system. I see the power. It's about, but it's also as well, like, you know, the industry is charged too much, uh, um, for a lot of the gear, um, you know, and given too little as far as kind of features and future proofing. Uh, And that's the kind of ethos of Denon DJ is to provide this hardware with an operating system that just kind of keeps on giving. You know, for someone that's bought an SE5000 three years ago and you talk to them about what it did then compared to what it would do now, it's like they've got a brand new machine, you know, with brand new features. Uh, And, you know, that's something that we will continue to do. And, you know, we've made a big point of ensuring that all of the hardware across the range, where physically possible, will have those features. So, you know, not necessarily everyone will get them all at the same time, but it's important that this engine OS gives everyone that, that experience as best we can give it to them. Yeah. Okay. So let me ask you this. What have some of the biggest challenges or hurdles been for Den and DJ in the past few years? Obviously, Jason, from a marketing perspective and a, and a voice and, and getting across the, the what Den and DJ can offer, has, have there been so many stigmas that you've had to overcome? Um, obviously, there's, there's the other big brand that everyone was so used to, and now there's another option, Den and DJ. How has that, you know... How have you managed to overcome that hurdle? Yeah, I, th- I think one of the biggest challenges for us has just been the, the resistance to change. Um, yeah. You know, uh, I'm guilty myself, you know, with my with my tech is sometimes that uh, I use it for a while and I, I don't really need to, to upgrade. Um, but it's it's until you try something that you truly appreciate and understand what new opportunities may exist for you. So, I mean, you look at the comparison of, of BlackBerry and the iPhone iPhone, right? So when BlackBerry was out, all the business professionals swore by it. You know, they did all their email, they shared all their files with it. And the iPhone came out and those professionals kind of looked at it and they left, you know, and it was the the younger generation that that picked up the iPhone and said, Hey, you know what? This thing has massive, massive potential. So we all know the rest of the story from there. And and that's the kind of the way we see it with, with our, with our products right now is this SC product that we've created is future proof to a, a really strong degree. You know, our engineers put in a lot of time and a lot of effort to think about this roadmap years and years in advance. Like you mentioned, Jamie, the, the Wi-Fi, th- that was a, a feature that came out two years after the product. You know, what a nice Easter egg to, to find in your product that added value after you purchased something two years down the road. And uh, let me just say, that's not the only Easter egg that's hidden in, inside that product. So, um, the, you know, just the resistance... To change it's it's one of those things when the artists try it they put it in front of them and they they go for a mix they kind of look at themselves and they say how did i mix on anything else before i was never able to do this before this this creative uh workflow it, it didn't exist on the uh, community product so it's that's one of the biggest ones for us it's just that resistance to overcoming um you know just giving our, our products an actual fair shot because when you do you'll be surprised uh, about the capabilities Nice. Yeah. I think to, to, to add to that, I mean, you know, we, we've never been under any illusion that, you know, within two years of announcing the Prime series, you know, these players would be everywhere. We were all very clear on the mm. understanding that this was going to be a long road. Um, we're super, super, super proud of how we've come so far because we've achieved uh, some phenomenal things, not just technically and feature-wise, uh, but also with starting to work with artists and you know, build, you know, really kind of securing that fan base. Uh, and as I said before, you know it was really important for us to disrupt the industry. And, you know, we're seeing various indications that that has now happened, you know. And there was a video that was out recently which did a comparison between our products and another one, and that has now been taken down, uh, which is a shame because, you know, it's nice to be able to give, you know, everyone a fair understanding of just what what our products can do versus other ones. Uh, But, you know, these are the times that we live in at the moment, and as I say, you know, we, we take that as a sign that, you know, disruption is on the way. So we're all doing the right thing. We're all doing the right job. So uh, we will keep continuing to do that. Um, I've no doubt that there's going to be more challenges, but we've got such a crazy solid team. You know, everyone that's working in Denon DJ is a DJ. 
you know, whether yeah. they're a mobile DJ, whether a club DJ, festival DJ, producer, they're all DJ. So we understand all those different aspects are in there. So uh, there isn't really a challenge big enough out there that we can't tackle. That's good to hear. Um, okay, what do you think is something that nobody knows about Den and DJ, which we all need to know? It's a fun question. Anything you can think of the top of your head? I think head? Jay just touched on it. one yeah, one bit is that maybe uh, they don't know that Den and DJ is comprised of mostly DJs. You yeah. know, we're all working DJs for the most part. We've, we either have club experience, festival experience, or mobile DJ experience. And I think that's super important about our brand is that we're all, you know, connected to these products because we use them uh, ourselves, you know. Um, so maybe that's something that, that people didn't know. I don't know, Jay, you got one? I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to go a little bit further than that because now I'm thinking about it. Uh, uh, the tech support team, half of those guys are DJs. I know the, globes, uh, the, the global sales DJs, are, uh, sales guys, they're DJs as well. I think even Jack's DJed as well at some point. You know, we're all, we're all, we're all behind it. <laughs> it's good to know. It, it, you know what? It's, it's, the, it's the passion comes from inside. Yeah. You know, it, it's like... It, it's not like I'm a DJ and I'm working in a garage try, trying to design a new car. Like yeah. I'm a DJ and have been for, for 30 years. Um, and it, it's all kind of culminating to this point. So, you know, that, that's one thing that's, that's super uh, obvious to us on the inside. And I hope actually it does come off across as well is that, you know, the passion behind the team and the authenticity is, 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 is amazing. I think the biggest thing to take from that for all the, the people listening and, and, what I kind of take from that is that Den and DJ understand the user. They understand us as DJs. It's not um, they're trying to balance a checkbook. It's not they're trying to make money. Um, obviously, all companies try to make money, but that's not the main goal. You know, when you build a team of DJs to serve DJs, at the end of the day, everyone's got a passion there and there's a common goal and a common passion. And I think that's the biggest yeah. takeaway from that is, you know, you, you're working towards making the best equipment and serving that user base as as best you can um, from all, all angles. And that, and that's, you know, that goes down from such a granular level as well. Uh, you know, if we take the SC range, you know, that was designed as a main stage club player. There's yeah. no doubt in our mind that that is where it belongs. That is where it sits. And everyone that was involved in that were DJs that have played on festivals and clubs and main stages. Uh, the Prime Four, you know, Jason was a, if not, you know, the, the pivotal uh, part in that. And, and Jason has done, you know, weddings and mobile events. And it was very clear as a working active DJ, we know and the team within there know and understand what it is in, that's important in that type of product, you know, being able to connect a sound switch and, and resolume so that you can automate your lighting and visual shows. But that concept then also runs across the board to the whole uh, um, prime series range as well. That might be something maybe that people aren't fully aware of, uh, you know, that, that each of the players and the units uh, can connect to SoundSwitch, which is uh, an automated lighting uh, company uh, software, which uh, is absolutely out of the world. It basically analyzes your songs like uh, a bit of software like Engine Prime would do, and it automatically runs a light show for you. It's I'm making it sound. Yeah, no, it's something we're going to shout about a bit more on uh, the channel at Crossfade. It's something we're looking into a lot more at the moment. It's I mean, at the end of the day, nobody's got club gigs at the moment. Um, and I think coming into next year, there's going to be a big wave of event and wedding and birthday gigs where the club DJs are going to start having to buy some lighting and look at the opportunities that are arising off the back of the pandemic. All these weddings that have had to be pushed and postponed, you know, there's going to be a lot of opportunity in that sector. And I think um, lighting is, is a big, it's going to be a big thing next year huge thing for DJs. Do you know, we're actually starting to see some of that trend actually now with, you know, uh, obviously in this kind of, you know, really difficult time um, for, for the entertainment industry, full stop. Um, we've seen, you know, DJs are really upping their game for their home live streams yeah. uh, from whether you're a, a really experienced headlining festival DJ uh, all the way down to just your home enthusiast, you know, getting a couple of lights, thinking a little bit more about the camera shot, you know, that, that, 
that is already starting to play a part of it. And people are thinking, well, I can have a nice little automated lighting show in there. Um, but from that all the way up to, you know, a full rig uh, for an event, no problem. Nice. Right. Before I get on some questions from our users, because we reached out to our community on Instagram and asked them to put some questions forward. But before we get onto them, I know you can't tell us about new products and what's in the pipeline exactly, but everyone saw Layback Luke post something on it's something interesting on his Instagram story. It was a few weeks ago now. Can you tell us any more about that? Or is it a firm? No. Oh, I, th- I missed that. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> is that the official answer? <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, well, looks looks close to the brand. Uh, he's been with us since day one. So yeah. obviously we, we bring him in on anything new that we're working on. We want to make sure that he's got his stamp of approval. He's one of the most creative DJs out there. Um, so yeah, we might be working on a product that, um, can expand his creativity, uh, and be sure that when it's, when more information is available, we'll, we'll be shouting from the rooftop about it for sure. Uh, it's an exciting one. I will say that. And again, it's one of those kind of maybe an Easter egg thing that people are going to be very excited about. Uh, it's something that people have been asking for for a long time. I really yeah. like that was such a diplomatic answer. That was so well <laughs> answered, Jason. So <laughs> bravo for that. Okay, let's get in some questions from Instagram. So, do you know do you know what? Just a just a quick one, Jamie. Yeah, like, go for uh, it. As you said, you know, we can't comment on kind of future products, but you know, the, the Denon DJ story, you know, is only just beginning. I yeah. think that's one clear thing that we can we can absolutely promise. Uh, we had obviously a huge announcement uh, earlier this year with with some phenomenal products that really stepped up the range, showed Denon DJ's commitment to what we're doing. Um, the updates from engineers throughout the year to support that, um, you know, this is the start of our journey. Denon DJ has been around for a long, long time, but this is a, this is a new era, where, and we're uh, we're right at the start of it. Off the record. So that was part one of our chat with Den and DJ. In the next part, we'll be hearing from our community, the DJ community, where they put questions forward and I'll be asking Den and their questions. But I thought we'd reflect on what's been yeah. spoke about so far with you guys, Lawrence and Holland. Yeah, Super interested in it. it. Exactly sums up what I felt about Denon. You know, I know you, you know the guys um, better than I do, Jamie, but they are just, you can just tell that everything they're doing is for, you know, passionate reasons. And there's never been a product that I've, that's been in the office from Denon that's not so excited and super innovative and all them things they were talking about and, you know, pushing the boundaries. And every time there's a Denon product in the office, there is just that bit of extreme, like more excitement about, because yeah. everything's always new and in different places to what you're used to and things like that. So I think put it this way, they're not, they've never, they're, they're not doing anything wrong. Yeah. You know, the, yeah. the products they bring forward, I'm not like, it's, it's wrong. Yeah. I think it, they're just constantly fighting against this huge yeah. stigma and the superpower of what's been the industry standard for so long. Yeah. And it's such a hard but, battle but to the, fight, but they're chipping but away. But the stigma's it. coming down and down. And, and yeah. like you say, with because they're so um, engaging towards us, the user as a DJ, they have such a passionate following now, which is only growing, growing every year. Yeah. And they're, they're very vocal about it because we, we know how hard they're working against the grain. And that just generates a, like a more, more like a special bond with the product. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? 100%. Yeah. yeah. Couldn't agree more. They're, they're, they're super innovative. Yeah. Um, they push forward. They listen to, to not only feedback and suggestions, but I think Den on DJ actually handle criticism quite well. If, yeah. if, you know, when we've yeah. personally found something, we're going like, oh, could do with that. You know, like, for example, recording the microphone in the Prime Go. Yeah. And yeah. we were like, ah. Oh, Damn, we can't do that. Yeah. Guys, is, do you know about... And, and you know what? They're so fast and so appreciative yeah. of suggestions and features from their user base and from from reviewers and, and media outlets such as ourselves. And it's it's a nice change and it makes people feel passionate and yeah. evolved. Yeah. People feel like they're part of the brand. Yeah, I mean, exactly. that, that can result in some heavy criticism if you ever say anything against them. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. They, they, they are passionate and... and I think the the latest range of players, the six thousands especially, absolutely superb, unbelievable, absolutely superb, unbelievable. I I do love how on it they are. Like we have a a, a group WhatsApp with yeah, the guys do, yeah. at Denon, and yeah. whenever we're making content on the Denon gear or you know doing things with the Denon gear, if there's any ideas we have or anything we come across, straight away we can get in a WhatsApp chat with them and put you know post little videos directly to 
the people at the company and they can come back and say, oh yeah, we'll add this to our list or that's a good idea or yeah, this is coming soon. And just having that kind of communication just shows kind yeah, of how exactly. passionate they are about the feedback. And, so, And uh, I'm absolutely fuming now because I'm not in that group. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to get you added in. <laughs> yeah, so really cool chat so far. Uh, we've got um, our usual story time segment before we go back into part two. Story time. So this is exciting now because we were asking you, the community, to send us in your stories on email, on Instagram, and we had loads. And thank you so much. And just keep them coming in. You can email me directly, lawrence at wearecrossfader.co.uk, or just send a DM in the uh, to our Instagram. And yes, yeah, so we had yeah, loads and loads. So I thought I'd pick um, one from DJC, Chris Hodson, DJC. I'm not sure where in the world he is from, but this is his story. So... He sent the two in, so this was the second story. So he said, there was a time where I was DJing at a wedding in Lower, out in the sticks. I'm not sure he's from maybe New Zealand or Australia, but I don't know. Uh, DJing a wedding in Lower, out in the sticks. This is not Iowa. Is it Iowa? Maybe it's Iowa. (laughs) (laughs) Let's 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 pretend pretend it's it's Iowa. Iowa. (laughs) Uh, Towards the end of the ceremony, the photographer, who was actually a storm photographer, told me, you need to get the gear inside right now. Everyone there helped me get in a tiny garage and no sooner than we shut the door, the wind picked up. Five minutes later, the tornado sirens were blaring. (laughs) Oops. And it it sounded like a train going over the garage. Packed like sardines in this tiny garage space with a project car to the side of us. We rushed through the formal stuff. And when we got midway through the first dance, the power totally cut out. (laughs) Probably one of the most memorable times I've ever had as an entertainer because everyone started singing the first dance song. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. (laughs) We're holding their cell phone lights in the air. Oh, man. Oh, beautiful. The tornado was a ways past us now, but the rain was still coming down hard. I had to run to the van with an extension cord and plug in to the power inverter. Uh, for the remainder of the evening, I ran the party off a single speaker and a single light. Once the skies cleared, there was a massive triple rainbow. The storm photographer was in the right place at the right time and captured some unbelievable shots with the couple. The street down from us was completely destroyed from this tornado, uh, tornado um, but we were absolutely fine. We got so lucky uh, that day uh, in more ways than one magical wow that is unbelievable right I love that. Just, just just whoever said dj is easy <laughs> where you just go and press buttons there you go that is having, that is the life of a working dj right there. having a power inverter i know yeah. in america they, they've got bigger trucks and they probably all come as standard with them but i'm just thinking about oh, i need a power inverter for my car what a brilliant <laughs> idea absolutely sterling uh, idea and i'm sorry to everyone who lives in iowa <laughs> you know power cuts uh i we I experienced a power cut when I was DJing uh, for Bucket Lust in the Caribbean because yeah. the, the small Caribbean islands, they have very little power and big storms, kind of similar story. And we had a massive power cut. Half yeah. the island went yeah. out. Right. They were running back home, the bar owner and stuff, to get a generator to do the yeah. same kind of yeah. thing. And we, this is where I initially started my amazement with Soundbox because yeah. two people were like, oh, it's all right. I've got these speakers, yeah. two Wireless. seconds. And I'm there going, yeah, whatever. Bluetooth yeah. speakers, <laughs> I'm going to cut it. Um, yeah. But we did a very similar thing. And I think sometimes when something goes wrong, yeah, rather than panicking, oh, getting all, uh, just, you have to find the answer. It's as simple yeah. as that. Just embracing mm. that there's been an issue. Of, it's no one's fault. Let's crack on, you know, like uh, cell phone lights yeah. and, and, singing i just think that that is such a magical moment for the couple so yeah yeah. congrats to the couple and congrats to the dj for pulling that off thanks to djc he's also sent another great story in as well so we'll get that read out at some point as well but yeah if you want to send us your stories feel free incredible okay so we're going to get into part two of this chat with denna and this is where i ask loads of questions from the community. They sent questions in through Instagram and yeah, we just get to hear directly from them answering these questions. So let's get stuck in. Off the record. So questions from Instagram. I'm just going to get stuck straight in. So at GBE368 asked, will there be HID compatibility with any of the standalone players and Tractor Pro? Uh, we really hope so. Um, we're, we're in discussions with Native. Um, 
they have a roadmap of their own and we have our roadmap. So we're trying to, to find a way that uh, will work for, for both parties to add that compatibility. Um, nothing to confirm at this time, but it's definitely something that we're interested in as well because we know our, our customers want to want to have this ability. And it's it's part of our DNA too is is building these hardware tools and allowing the DJ to use uh, whatever app they want. You know, whether it's Virtual DJ or Serato or Native, whatever it may be. So the more third-party compatibility that we can add, uh, we certainly will. Nice. Um, I know you just mentioned Virtual DJ there. At Funky.j, you asked, are there plans with Virtual DJ? Um, so do you want to just clarify what's what's currently available with Virtual DJ and the Prime Prime units? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So all of our controllers, like the MC series, those are all mapped to Virtual DJ already. Um, we actually, I think it was uh, two months ago, we just uh, made a big announcement with Virtual DJ and we integrated all of the Prime Series uh, with Virtual DJ uh, 2020. So if you've got a full license to Virtual DJ, try it out with uh, any one of the Prime Series, the Prime 2, the 5000s, uh, the 6000s, the Prime uh, 4. They all now work with uh, Virtual DJ Plug and Play, and the integration is really, really good. Uh, they did a nice job on that touchscreen interface, so yeah, uh, it's cool. well worth checking out if you're a Virtual DJ user. Yep, I can back that up as well. Um, I, I am DJ Gray asked, which is the best Denon controller for Serato DJ? Uh, you know, we make great controllers in every range. Uh, it really depends on what uh, the DJ is looking for uh, or what application it's being used in. The 4000 is probably um, the easiest get as far as price point, but it's very flexible. It's got... Uh, all professional build quality and, and I.O., uh, two decks of mixing with microphone control and, and auxiliary in. If you need more than two decks, uh, maybe the MC7000, that's a four-deck controller. And then if you need even more uh, capability on top of that, the MCX8000 uh, is a four-deck controller, but also two decks of standalone. And then even our prime range, the uh, the Prime 4 is also Serato compatible. So you've got the best of both worlds there. You've got Engine OS, full standalone four decks, and then you can use it as a controller, uh, whatever it's really about the application, I guess. It depends, but um, we've got an offering for, for each one. Nice one. Um, at pajama underscore sound asked, uh, this is the last one. Obviously, we've spoke about virtual DJ, we spoke about native instruments, we spoke about Serato and all these different integrations. And the last one, obviously, is is the new Rekordbox 6 library compatible with Prime? Because I know you could, with Rekordbox 5, you could take the XML file and you could basically import your Rekordbox library into the Prime players and play and all the hot cues would come across and things like that. Now, is the new Rekordbox 6 library compatible with Prime? Not at this time. Uh, it, it's unfortunate um, because, you know, we, we like to have that bridge for our users to, to come over and try our system. You know, so we, that's why we built in these third party um, DJ applications into our software. So it's an easy transition. So if you just want to try our gear out or you want to use it for this particular gig, you can. Unfortunately, uh, with Rekordbox 6, they removed the XML export, which was what we use to import your collection and playlists and all that um, information. So if you want to go bounce between Rekordbox and Engine Prime, you will have to stick with Rekordbox 5 at this time, though we, we hope the, that we can find a way to make it work with Rekordbox 6 in the um, future. I just want to jump in there and say it really wound me up. <laughs> Personally, I just, I get, I can see why they did it, but I just thought it was uncool. So I'm just going to put that out there um, because it wound me up. I just thought, how how can, that's just really just a little bit petty. And I'm going to say that. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if... If other, um, I, I believe Record Buddy uses the XML file as, as well, right? To, to convert Rekordbox to different formats. It's, it is a shame because, again, uh, we like to give DJs a choice to bounce between whatever application yeah. works for them for whatever event. Yeah, uh, yeah, but, it, yeah hopefully so in the future we can. Uh, fingers crossed, hopefully. Um, at Hepworth, Mike yeah. asked, <laughs> what is the next update for the library management in Engine? Yeah, so 1.6, we're currently in beta right now. Um, it's a good release for us. It adds Dropbox capabilities, so you can now play um, your music directly from the cloud. So Dropbox integration is in Prime. But 1.6 also adds flexible B-Crid, so you can now manually add multi-tempo B-Crids to your tracks. Uh, we've added direct import of Serato DJ and Rekordbox B-Crids, Rekordbox 5 B-Crids, yep. so now you can import those B-Grids directly so there's no there won't be any uh, offsets with hot cue placement and B-Grid alignment because we're pulling in um, that information 
uh, nice. directly. Uh, and then, yeah, some other, uh, you know, backend features, uh, automatic backup on exit, and then a lot of under the hood stuff. Um, but that's the 1.6 update, and that's currently in beta. Things are shaping up nicely there. And, you know, we're already on to the next update after that. So, nice. yeah, lots of, lots of goodies coming to, uh, to Engine Prime very soon. Exciting. And thank you for putting the flexible beat grids in there. That I'm very grateful for that personally. Um, yeah, just thank you for that. So <laughs> next one is uh, at Vizzy. That Sm- was a big... Go, go for it. Yeah, it was a big one. It was a big one. I think it was something that... Um, a lot of DJs, maybe when you're starting out, you don't know anything. You don't need to know about flexible beat grids, really. Um, but as you progress, it's one of those mm-hmm. things that can improve your life to no end and just opens up a lot more possibilities. So, yeah, really cool. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, earlier it's worth... you, you asked, you know, sorry, Jay. Go for it, Jay. <laughs> uh, I, I was just, I think, you know, it's important to understand uh, there's uh, a team of 25 plus uh, based in New Zealand. Uh, in our Auckland office who are dedicated to DJ software. Uh, And there has been a lot of work uh, behind the scenes uh, with Engine Prime. And we've got to such a really good place now where we can still start really moving forward. So, you know, adding flexible beat grids, you know, was, was, was actually a a huge project. Uh, And, but there's, there's, there's more updates that are coming soon. And we're, uh, we're super excited about where Engine Prime is going to go. Nice. Um, at Vizzy Smalls asked, how many non-sponsored pro DJs have actually changed their rider? Yeah, so it's hard to put a number on that, but I will say that, you know, we're working with a lot of artists right now, um, a lot more than we ever have before. And I think that the SC6000 has really turned people's heads and yeah. made some non-believers believers. You know, in, in this, this pandemic has been very unfortunate, you know, and it's, it's a difficult time and it has been for, for everyone. Um, it has presented us with a unique opportunity where we're able to, to get in touch with these artists and, and professional DJs that we never would have had the opportunity to before because they have time. They have time to, to actually learn something and check something out new. So we've been um, doing a lot of virtual demos, a lot of training uh, on the new 6000s. And uh, I can say, you know, confidently that uh, we're going to see a lot of rider changes in the future. Uh, um, to speak specific, you know, some of the new guys that are confirmed uh, are is Macy Oplex is one of them, uh, Dixon, uh, another techno DJ, uh, Pig and Dan, Christian uh, Varela, and then we've done some Beatport streams with Anna, uh, Weba, and Damian Lazarus, and even Duke Dumont did a, a Radio One stream for us uh, on the SC six thousand. So. Like I said, there's there's lots of uh, work being done uh, on the artist front, um, and I think that the six thousand is that that product that's really going to uh, push us forward uh, in that um, professional arena. Nice, it's good to hear. I think um, one of the things that has been super interesting about that is uh, is obviously the evolution of the technology in it, because there are some things in there that you just you know no one has ever seen before, and streaming has been a really interesting one for us because. You know, you you never quite know how some features are going to land with people. And, you know, when you start, you know, when you're talking to these kind of high-end, you know, high-profile DJs, you're never sure how stream will will, will land with them. But actually, it's landed hugely positively. And the fact that these guys can access, you know, Beatport, Beatsource, uh, SoundCloud Go uh, and Tidal. uh, And now we've added into that, you know, that's obviously all music that has been released but now that, you know, and it's, this isn't even behind a paywall, this is all kind of free, is that they can now kind of connect up their Dropbox. So now those exclusive edits, those, you know, VIPs, you know, the folders full of your producer pool mates that you can just kind of chuck in there. So these guys are starting to really kind of understand and see the future, and that's what's got them super excited about the, uh, about the gear. Um, so, yeah, it's been... You know, we, we've made a really heavy investment on that side of it. You know, we've got a, a very strong global AR team now who are working tirelessly with a lot of artists. So uh, expect to see some uh, some new faces on the Denon DJ uh, side in the, uh, the very near future. Exciting. Right, the next, I've got two questions here. They're kind of uh, in a similar field, so I'm going to ask them at the same time. At It's Leon asked, what will the next move be? in battery powered DJing B and um, at Rich Hits asked what's next for the Denon DJ Prime Go 
any future updates, uh, new firmware. So they kind of, I'm, I'm going to link them together because have you got any comments around the Prime Go and what we can expect in the future or what you envision as, as battery-powered DJing in the future? Because obviously you started pushing that, that realm forward with the Prime Go release, um, which is really exciting. Yeah, the, the Prime Go is has been uh, a massive success for us, and um, you know, not that, that that we're surprised, but we're loving what we're seeing. Um, one of the coolest things we're seeing is this guy Suat, this DJ Suat, who's been uh, doing his, this series, sneaking with Suat, and he's got the uh, the Prime Go kind of attached to him, and he just goes around all these different public places, and he gets kicked out pretty quickly uh, with a speaker on and everything. But it, it's you know. It, where do I see it going? I don't know if I'm sure yet. You know, I think we want to let the market kind of drive us and, and, and tell us what we should be doing next. So I think we're going to let that product breathe a little bit and, and see what other things we should be exploring. Um, but, you know, uh, it's been uh, adopted uh, quite quickly and it's been received very well. So I think there will definitely be more battery powered products in the future. Um, and then sp- speaking to the, to the go specifically, um, all those features that I mentioned before, the Dropbox, flexible, flexible beak grids, uh, those are all coming to the go soon. Um, and yes, yeah, nice. uh, nothing without mentioning any specifics, there, yeah. there's definitely going to be yeah. some updates coming soon. Cool. I think, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a tough one because we're, we're, we're in seriously challenging times and very difficult in you know, DJs uh, and events and promoters and people that work within those industries have, have definitely been hit the hardest. Um, so, it, it, with that in mind, I think it's been hard, you know, the the Prime Go has been born, but it hasn't really had a chance to kind of run out the house yet mm. and see what it can do. You know, yeah. it hasn't had a chance to, yeah. to play in the park. Yeah. And we've seen a few people do some cool stuff. So uh, I think, you know, like Jason said, you know, we're, we're very intrigued to put something like that into, into the market and just see what users do with it. You know, I think I'll turn the question back and say, what do you want to do with it? What do you want to see with battery powered uh, uh, products? Yeah, I mean, I, I'll say that we get so many emails. There's a lot of people that obviously ask us, should I get this product or that product, this product or that product, and want our opinion. And we get a lot of emails, people asking, should I get the Prime Go or the Prime 2? Um, you know, both denim products, but between the two. And it's always that thing of, well, the Prime Go is such an interesting product. Do you see a use for the, the battery-powered um, portability of it? And it's always the, the same thing. At the end of the day, you know, they're both great products, and we always say that back, but it's that... It, it, there's something about it being battery powered and the possibility of doing these extra things like putting out cool videos going into public places like the the guy that you mentioned Jason mm-hmm. it's if that's something that sort of interests you or excites you there's, then there's a huge possibility there with with the with the prime go um you know this this kind of kind of comes down to you know one of our our, our key beliefs is that you know DJs have you know this limitless creative potential and technology is the key to unlocking that. And that is what fundamentally drives Denon DJ is finding all of these different features, different tricks, tools, portability, whatever it may be to put them into these units and just watch and see how they're used. You know, we've got our, a very close eye on, you know, all of the groups, uh, all of the forums. You know, we, we, we listen to, to the voices and watch the videos and look at the images. And, uh, you know, it's a very key part of us to help evolve, to see how people, you know, use the gear. Nice. Well, look, last question. It's very open-ended and I can probably guess the answer, but at Trago, the DJ asked... Aside from the crappy 2020 that we've we've been experiencing, are you happy with the reaction of the Prime series? Uh, yeah, I mean, y- y- you know, it's it's been a difficult year, but with all things considered, I think we're uh, we're we're very proud of the product. Uh, yep, without a doubt, uh, and I, and I think we're all excited to see the progress that we've been making. You know, given uh, the time at hand and and all the. Um, the progress we've been making with, with the artists as well. So, you know, it, it, it sure has been a difficult year, but um, we're very pleased with the reception of the Prime series, the, the new flagship range, and we're just going to keep pushing it. Uh, we're just going to keep pushing it forward and um, just keep getting better every day with our products. Nice. Yeah, I, I think, you know, since, since I've joined uh, two and a half years ago, um, the conversations, the understanding, the knowledge, the the... the 
the way that the public has perceived and understood Den and DJ has grown and grown and grown. And, you know, it's all part of this long journey that we're on. You know, we're in this for the long haul. You know, there's no quick win here. Uh, and particularly this year, there have been certain aspects of it that have been really difficult. But from, from a brand perspective, you know, we're super proud of everything that, that has been achieved. But to see, you know, more people understanding where we're coming from, you know, people are starting to get uh, and understand, you know, our, our vision and what we're about uh, and seeing people become a part of that, you know, it, it's the, there's a real change in the tide at the moment. 2020 has been a very, very pivotal year in that uh, and, you know, there are more people that are now starting to wake up and realise, you know, there is more than just one choice now. Uh, and we're glad that we're, uh, we're, we're part of that. Nice. Well, look, Jason, Jay, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. That has been really insightful, very interesting as well. And I hope the listeners have got a lot from that conversation. I know I have, and I'm really excited to see and hear what, what comes in the future from Den and DJ, where the whole industry is keeping such a close, watchful eye, whether they're already users or they're potential converts or, you know, totally new to the industry. There's a lot of people um, watching and using Den and DJ now, which is amazing. So thanks so much for coming on the podcast again and hopefully we can catch up again soon. Our pleasure. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks, Jamie. Appreciate it. Nice one. Off the record. And there we have it. What an interesting and insightful chat. I just want to say one last time, a big shout out to Den and DJ. Yes. Jay and Jason for thanks. coming Great on. Guys. Great chatting guys. To us. Um, so obviously every week we do quiz of the week, but before we get into a few questions, have you got any last comments and last thoughts guys? Yeah, well, just obviously just thank you. And it just sounds like, again, what we thought we knew already, which is they're not resting on their laurels and there's continues to be exciting updates and things like that. Like Certainly. you say, that, that, um, the famous laid Luke slip thing that, that, that seems like it might be on a corner and just more exciting products and, um, them, you know, listening to, our inputs and other DJs inputs to to push forward and yeah the more choice the more choice out there and the more people are um, you know pushing the boundaries then it's only better for us as DJs because like you said then at the end the it, it's our only limits is the technology yeah um, and as long as they continue to keep pushing the boundaries then we're we're going to be happy aren't we yeah the funny thing is with like you know people get so passionate and, yeah. and dive on one brand or one platform and yeah. I, i'm serato i'll never go record box and i'm you know yeah. a pioneer i'll never go down on them, whatever yeah. uh, the funny thing is we're all djs and and the more companies push each other you know that I'm, I'm positive there's certain things in that cdj 3000 that wouldn't have been if it had not been for denon yeah doing something on their end and, yeah. and likewise i'm sure denon have looked at you know, pioneer things and, yeah. and influenced. And this is the bigger picture, you know, it will only get better as long as everyone keeps pushing each yeah. other and us as DJs win because yeah, we get what, better Whatever products. gives me the most creative outlet possible is the right um, thing for yeah, me. Exactly. And Simple this is that. the thing I never really understand why people get so passionate yeah. about one or the other. It should be Absolutely. like, okay, they've done something else and that's really cool. And I'd like to see that in, you know, yeah. let's all push forward as, you know, as yeah. well, like, it'd be amazing. Like you said, Lawrence, like you're looking for the ultimate creative yeah. tool, but mm -hmm. some DJs don't need, they aren't looking at the ultimate creative tool. They're looking at the one with the best workflow yeah. to be able to play music, extended piece of music, but they want to be able to do that seamlessly and it feel amazing. And then other DJs might not actually, you know, they might look at portability exactly. and they might not think, well, I, I'm not super creative, but I want to be able to take this to any location that I want. And that's where these different products are born. Yeah. And that's where I think, there's still room for pioneers and for denons and for all the other um, products in the industry because yeah. they all serve slightly different users. Yeah. And that's where I think it would be pointless to create an SC6000 Pioneer Edition because what's the point in making something exactly the same it's as Pioneer there. that's already there? Yeah. So I think this is where you we're always going to have this clash between people prefer one brand over the other, but it's just like people prefer one political party over another. People prefer one brand of mobile phone over the other. And there's always going to be that divide in... In, in in humanity you know so i think <laughs> yeah. it's it's, yeah, it's interesting to talk about it and i, I you know yeah. i just hope each avenue gets like you say yeah, yeah. denon have just pushed it so far so quickly yeah. and i'm so grateful for him to do it, yeah. it, it it's it's dope and, and the, the dropbox integration that's coming up in 1.6 that's fire 
That, yeah. is, that is genuinely yeah. and the, the brilliant. Guy, the, the guy spoke really well, and once again, thanks for coming on and yeah, it was great. chat to us. Let's get into quiz of the week. Yeah. Quiz of the week. <laughs> So at, this, at, this point, at this point, we're just doing it for fun because we did plan on keeping scores, but I don't I think anyone's remember, done that. Have you got the scores up in there, Jamie? No, no, no we don't have this. We'll just do it for fun. It's well, more about... Danny's not going to score anything this week, I can tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> so you can play along when yeah, you're listening so you guys in your car or jogging or whatever you're doing when you're listening to this. You can just play along, see if you can come up with the answers. Yeah. Well, I've got... Cool, I'll start. Okay. Um, in the last... Let me get the question. Uh, how many views has the Crossfader YouTube channel got in the last 28 days? Closest, well, I think... I'm right. not allowed to look, am I? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Put it down. I can't, I've not got it up. I've not got um, it up. Yeah, last 28 days and then closest, yeah, closest... How way. many views? How many oh. views on the just YouTube in the last 28 days has the Crossfader channel I'm going channel to go got? for 1.5 million. This is scary that we're talking about millions. Million. I'm going to go 3.2 million. Jamie's very close. <sighs> 1.2 million. Oh. I think we'd all be on a bit more wage if it was 3.2 million. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. you, we, we don't get any money anyway because we always put music in there. Uh, Jamie was close. It was 1.2 million views in the last 28 days. That's incredible. Thank yeah. you for all your views. Nice. Everyone. Amazing. Uh, wow. Okay. We're talking millions now, aren't we? Ridiculous. That's crazy. Ridiculous. Uh, right. So officially, this is on Guinness World Records. Officially, oh. the longest song that's ever been released oh, officially sure. um is by michael bostwick and kelly bostwick <laughs> oh yeah the bostwicks <laughs> it's the, it's the rise, track. <laughs> rise and fall of bossa nova right. however how i always long... use that to go to the toilet at club <laughs> <laughs> you can do more than go to the toilet so how long is this song do you, do you have a year when this was released this was released Just in 20, 2016 first, oh, so it's recent first okay. of november right, 2016 okay. the longest official single release essentially right Everybody. Now there might be other ones, but this is on Guinness World Records, right. so I'm just so going off what for they a say. Song, I, I, I'm just thinking about. Do you remember when R. Kelly released all them trapped in the closets uh, things? <laughs> <laughs> I'm You're thinking about dodgy, t- dodgy territory were, here. They were they were like, so I'm going to go like forty minutes. Oh no, it's going to be way longer. Than that. Is it? It's going <laughs> to. I reckon it's going. We're going to be talking like twenty eight hours. It's right. going to be some of you. Come on, we need stupid. official answers. Right. 28 40 hours. Minute, 40 minutes. 28 hours. I mean, <laughs> one of us is very... 28 hours. Right, I don't know who wins here. Ah! Somewhere <laughs> in the middle. Somewhere in the middle. Right. Is it? Um, it's 13 hours. 20, right, I win. I was minutes. in hours. He was in minutes. I win. Yeah. 13 hours, 23 13 minutes and 32 hours. seconds. I'm going to have to listen to that now. Yeah. We'll so, take a day off, won't you? Um, <laughs> and then in the comments of this article, someone put it's too short. Someone put, <laughs> apparently there's another song, uh, Seven Skies H3 by Flaming Lips, that's 24 hours long. Right. Is it classed as a song or a composition when you're at that, that length of time? Yeah, exactly, yeah. And then there's another one that the, the person's commented himself, Steve Lieberman, has said noise militia <laughs> is so far over 31 hours and has oh Guinness World Record pending and to, he's commented that himself. I went to <laughs> there must a, be some There must be some techno songs that are longer than that. <laughs> I went Probably. to um, a secret Red Bull party, uh, Red Bull Red Mondays. They're amazing. They're like put on for Red Bull for industry staff to say thank you. And they had a chill out room uh, with loads of beanbags and it was really dark and like full of smoke and stuff. And they had Ableton Live with AI running on it generating music on its own accord. So like there was no one controlling it. They had the screen up so you could see if you were interested and it was like randomly, randomly generating sounds. Is that not the longest song Uh, ever? If they just left it running? (laughs) Well, maybe, but this is where officially released. So you could go and buy that off iTunes or something. Um, Anyway, let's move on to my question. DJ Mag has just released their top 100 DJs, which quite frankly, very controversial. No one agrees with it ever. (laughs) It's, Oh, it's, it's, basically, it. it's basically the, mo- the most popular DJs. The highest paid DJs. <laughs> the most popular. The most popular DJs. Dance and EDM Dance DJs. Dance and EDM DJs. Yeah, there's, very, there's no uh, technical DJs. There. So, <laughs> David Guetta's number one this year. Yeah, um, all. Fair play. Um, I want to know, who is the highest placed female DJ? And what position did they come Okay. So okay. going on previous years, I'm thinking like... Previous years will help you because they've been the highest ranked female... I'll, I'll give you clues. Okay. I, I, I'm going to say Alice in Wonderland. Okay. It's not. I'm going to go Nervo. Cha-ching! Oh, nice. Yeah, Nervo. 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 What position? What position? They're it always quite high fair, previously. Nervo have always been the highest place DJs for the last couple of years. Female DJs. Yeah. 12. 
I'm yeah. going to go eight. No. They're actually position 20. 20. And they were up um, four this year, so they've been, they were 24 last well, year. Well, congrats to Nervo. Yeah. Congrats. And congrats and to David Guerre. I was, I was going to make a joke that Skrillex was ice. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, uh, it's an interesting I think it would be more. It would be more beneficial if DJ Mag published um, 100 female DJs to go listen to right now. Yeah. yeah. That'd probably be more beneficial to the DJ community. I'd um, like to, I'd love to see a... Um, I'd love to see how they rank them. I, yeah, I I'd love to see a, a DJ. I'd love to see a battle between David Guetta and Jazzy Jeff. <laughs> do, you, do you know who the top three are? We've got David Guetta. Dimitri Vegas and like Mike and Martin Garrix, uh, they're, they're your top three. Yeah. I mean, well, fair play. Good. Well, Where's Don Diablo, man? I, like Don uh, Diablo uh, for me is just yeah, he's get him up there. <laughs> mm. cool. And on that, note, on that note, that's the end of the podcast. Thank you for listening. Yeah, Make sure it's you been go great. Check out the website. We are crossfader.co.uk. Check, uh, out, the check out the giveaways. Yeah, get the giveaways. And yeah, we'll see you in another podcast very soon. We've got a really, really cool guest on the next podcast. So make sure you hit that subscribe button the follow button on spotify and yeah we'll see you in the next podcast yeah catch you in a bit